Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Aussie Tech Heads episode 537, recorded on the 8th of June 2017. I don't know about you, but it's cold up here on the Gold Coast at night. I don't know. Must freezing. Be, must freezing be, here. It must be 14 degrees. 14? That's nothing. It's about me, nine here. Let me have a look. Hang on. Let me have a look. I'll get my trusty iPhone out. I should ask Siri. I'm trying to trying to put her to work, trying to make her earn her money. But it is. Oh, it's 12. I thought I was cold. All right. Now, have you got your heater on? No, I've got a jumper on. That'll do me. That'll do me. I'll warm up later when I watch the Sharkies. Now, uh, yes, uh, we are brought to you by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting, athwebhosting.com.au, as said before the show in that little ad that I do. You know, I know you guys listen to it. Probably I'll skip through it. And, uh, yeah, on the on the uh, hosting panel tonight, as you would have heard, we've got Eric and Jason. Hi, Eric. How are you going? Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. I'm, uh, I'm the quiet one who doesn't talk that much compared to Eric. Oh, come off it. <laughs> <laughs> should have heard him. You should have heard him pre-show. All That's, sorts of oh. bawdy jokes. <laughs> oh, they missed out on that. That's right. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, once. Wait we... till Glenn, Glenn gets the NBN. We can live stream the pre-show and keep everyone happy. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. Yes. The... I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a fifty dollar bet with Glenn that yeah. I get the NBN before he does. Oh, fifty I'll bucks. Bet, I'll bet that I get it before either of you. <laughs> You've already Funny got one. it. <laughs> oh, dang. Now, what, I win. What, why would you want to bet that, Eric? What, what's I don't know. Just make it interesting. Yeah. So I can put the rocket up a few people and, and <laughs> yeah. give me something to do. <laughs> there was a story going around this week about the NBN over HFC. I think. Yes. Did, did I Jason, that one to you. Yes, you sent it to me. That's right. And I, Yes, I, I saw that. Yeah, I started looking around uh, and reading the story and everything and. And we had actually been been out in April as well. Like it must have been a bit of an older sort of a story. But... April to June two thousand and eighteen, the HFC. So we're on track, both you and I. But I'm just wondering who will have it on premises first. <laughs> well, hopefully I will. Then we'll do a speed test, and there'll be another fifty bucks. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, oh, look, you know, look, it's it's. I'm still on cable, yes. Yeah, so I still going all right. But anyway, we don't want to yeah, talk yeah, about I'm that. Not, I'm Eric's going to go into the office where he's got a T1 dedicated line and do a speed test and post that. Go, ha ha, I beat you. I think you'll be able to work that one out with the IP address. Well, I remember when 4G. You do a trace in the IP address and it won't be my home. Remember when 4G first came out, I remember I was up in Surface and I was getting uh, on my phone. I was doing about 60 down and 60 up. Mm. It was crazy. Mm. Crazy town. The, mo- the most I've got on my 4G phone in the city, just just outside the city, so it wasn't congested, but all the aerials were there, it was 115. Nice. Yeah, on, on your phone. phone. Wow, yeah. On the phone, down, a... and about it was about 85 up. Yeah, wow. Wow, that is good, mm. isn't it? That's pretty good. But, yeah, look, uh, look, it's going to come. It'll be here soon. Yeah, I think I'm slated for, yeah, June to December next year. It's coming. I think it's got to come sooner than that. I can't see why. But, I'm not um, going to hold my breath. That's for sure. But the story that Jay sent me it was all about. Uh, they reckon that they've in a test lab. They've achieved one gigabit uh, per second over HFC, and uh, so that's just that's awesome. So if that can come that's a nice to pipe dream, isn't it? Yeah, if that can come to the real world. If that could come to Rabina, I'd be happy with that. Imagine a, a, a gig down. That, that's great. Well, look, after everyone's on it, though, I reckon it'll slow down to about 500, but I'm fine with that. 500 yeah, well, down and, and 50 up. 
That's the okay? reason we only do a weekly show at the moment is because it takes a week for Glenn to upload one episode <laughs> of our show. There you go. That's oh, right. Turn it up when what, we finish it. What, what about when I, when we first started, like back in when 2006, we couldn't even do video, you know? And yeah. I, no, no, that's right. Yeah, and I think my upload speed back then was only about, would it have been 64 K, but no, uh, it must one, have been one two eight that. max, one two eight yeah, max. It, you would have got. Yeah. It wasn't very, it wasn't very much. It was pretty pathetic, and you only got twelve gig a month as your whole, your whole allowance. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm remember so... when we used to get ten meg a month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, twenty eight eight k modem. I think that, those, yeah, I, the fifty six modems. I think they were pretty much unlimited, weren't they, for bandwidth wise? I can't. No, I, can't I used to get. I wasn't, mean, uh, wasn't unlimited for downloads. Did you get like meg, yeah, ten right. meg a month from Aussie Mail. Remember mm. Aussie Mail? Yeah, yeah. Because I think yeah. you could. I think I downloaded. I, I worked out I could download about. Would it be three meg every ten minutes? Something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah something huge. <laughs> something huge. God, <laughs> I can download a movie now, three gig movie in about ten minutes. I know. Yeah, on that Telstra T box. <laughs> Something mm. like that, you can see, yeah, it's good, but uh, yes, yes. So, uh, look, or when, or when uh, Aussie Mail used to charge you per hour of connection or per byte, yeah. oh, yuck. There was this one company in Sydney that would charge you if somebody emailed you. Oh, my god, by, by, by the kilobyte, they would charge the person receiving it. So, we always mm. joked that we'd um zip up netscape.exe and email <laughs> somebody on there. And it just blew them. They'd have to pay like two hundred bucks for that month. <laughs> well, you know when you had those uh, fax, shocking. you know the fax modems that used to chuck in your machine. Well, I remember yeah. that you know people that used to annoy me. <laughs> I used to just send them a, like a just a, a random text file just over the fax, and they just go through the night until the paper ran out. <laughs> <laughs> they used to annoy. And us. they were good because they were the days before caller ID. Well, change you could change you could spoof it anyway. You put your another number on the top of the top of the paper, yeah, so they didn't right. know. So yeah, I did that to a couple of people, a um, couple of businesses that did wrong by me. But uh, yeah, so if you're listening, yeah, yeah, with Glenn, <laughs> I might owe you a couple of reams of paper. <laughs> but, um, you can find. I us- used to get people who had the um, university slip connection. Remember oh. the slip? Yes, yes, slip. And yep, they yep. have like, um, well, one guy. Um, had just the text console and doing IRC chatting and email and stuff. So I had this program that was an email bomb and you send it to his email address and it scrambles his terminal. Right. <laughs> because of the control characters that were in it. But some of those uh, some of those IRC <laughs> chat for, forums had some pretty wild stuff on it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The stuff would, people used really, to post on there. Holy. He was really nasty guy. So... Um, his wife thought it was funny because um, he's, he's always oh, big, tough and everything. So she's like, who did this? Who sent this? And I was like, um, um, she's like, was it you? I was like, yeah. And then she messaged me, can you please tell me how to unscramble his screen? Because he's getting pretty cranky. I was like, just type in reset on the yeah. command line or clear and that's it. Yeah. But there was another oh, well, friend. you know, if you're a tool, you're a tool. Yeah. And there was another uh, friend of mine who used to use uh, <laughs> university dial up to be able to get it to take him two hours of redialing before he could get a line and oh, talk to his God. girlfriend. How much and, time uh, did we waste doing that? Yeah. Holy. So he was on the IRC chat and um, 
jokingly, people would say, if you want ops on this channel, press Alt F4, which would, of course, quit you out of the IRC and everyone laugh at you. But I said, um, as a joke to him on the channel, press plus, plus, plus for ops, knowing what <laughs> kind of connection he had. And plus, plus, plus was the uh, Hayes compatible modem signal for <laughs> up the phone. So it hung up his connection. <laughs> he thought, I'll just... Jason's just being silly. Plus, plus, plus yeah. won't do anything. No, plus, plus, oh, plus. It, it was in, it was, we were in a share house and he was in the room across the hall from me. He came running across. What the hell? <laughs> it's like, that says hang up to the modem. Yeah. It's like, it took me two hours of redialing to get onto that connection. Oh, that's so two hours. Wondering where I've gone. I can't ring her because it costs you a hundred dollars yeah. a minute. Yeah, I think, oh, look, I remember the 1200 board modems. Don't get me started. Uh, look, if you want to uh, break the speed barriers, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds. And did you have a look at the brand new webpage? So go to yes. aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast and uh, have a look at the brand new webpage. You can leave us a voicemail message. So there's a couple Ooh. of spots. Yes, right down the bottom, or there's a little tab Thank at the side. You. This is Eric. <laughs> and if you want to see uh if you want to see Glenn's uh web design and backend payment uh e-commerce skills, have a look at my website. Yes. Uh, Alliancepartners.com.au. Yeah, I, I uh, did the little uh integrated stripe for Eric into his uh, I can see his... what else you've done on your site. You've got those horrible Aussie tech heads would like to send you push notifications to your browser. Oh, you've you're, wanted, you're one of those people now. You're, no, I don't want that. <laughs> Why not? But no, I he don't doesn't. want push notifications to my browser. Oh, they're awesome. Every time the show notes go up or every time yeah, something and you happens. Go, you do that on every website that wants to do that. You sit there all day. <laughs> Pop-ups coming up everywhere. Yeah, well, look, if you don't like, I'll get too many complaints. I'll take it down. It's okay for our babies. show. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, jump on there. Send us a message like uh, Damien did. So good on you, Damien. He's, he's had a look at the new the new webpage, and he sent me a, a email. Doing a great job, guys, with the podcast. Really enjoyed this end. I don't know what this end is. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully it's a good end. But to keep it up, and cheers. Uh, probably one, maybe. It's probably a uh, phone autocorrect. So anyway. And it says you can support us on Patreon too. Yes, well, that's coming. That is coming. I haven't worked out what we're going to do with the tears yet. And if um, you go to my payment site, just pay me whatever you want, even if I haven't done anything for you. <laughs> just just go in there. We take credit card, rack up those points on your American Express, no problem. That's the quickest way to get points, isn't know, it? Quickest way to get points, pay it to me. If you don't know what to do with your tears, just grab a tissue. Is right. Grab a Kleenex. <laughs> exactly. I've got a lot. Of, I've had a lot of tears. But uh, look, hopefully, yeah. There's a couple of things that aren't there. I think it's the Patreon and the the sponsorship page. But you know, we're going to try and get all that up and try and get some things moving so we can hopefully uh, do a more polished polished show, uh, as if it's not already polished enough. Um, yes. Okay. So now you've seen the web page. The show notes are on the web page. Uh, and now what I've done is I've put in the show notes at the top. You can also play that episode from the top of the show notes. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? So uh, yes. yeah, get into that. Now, look, there's a couple of stories around <laughs> this week, uh, but most of the stories are Apple-related because of the WWDC that happened through the week. And look, I think uh, the Aussie Mac Zone did a, did a whole episode on, on that. I haven't listened to them yet, unfortunately. I haven't even watched the Apple Keynote yet, but uh, I know Eric is on tonight and he's he's... Watched half of it at least, 
but party didn't skip. So we'll hear a bit about that. Oh, and, what's the good bits? Yeah, good, good. And skip the rest. How do you know the rest. How do you know the bits you skipped weren't good? Oh, if look, I started them. off watching them. Yeah. I don't like what, what he or she is wearing. Fast forward. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, that's, that's how you do tech these days. <laughs> that's thought... right. That's how you do tech. Completely subjective. Yeah, that's right. Now, look, before we get into the Apple stuff, let's try and start off with, with something else uh, just to, uh, you know, keep it real. Uh, Kaspersky takes Microsoft to court in Europe in Windows Defender antitrust complaint. So it's, it's on again. It's on again. Oh, here we go. Kaspersky Lab. Aren't they Russian? Are they Russian, Kaspersky's? So. Polish, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. So Kapersky Lab has uh, filed antitrust complaints against Microsoft, the European Commission, and the German Federal Cartel Office. I guess that's the, probably because it's the only place it's probably likely to get up. Kaspersky Lab is a Russian multinational cybersecurity and anti-wearers provider. Headed oh, it is Russia. Russia, comrade. Thank you very much. Now, so if you support Putin, get shot. And Bill Shorten. <laughs> Kapersky said that Microsoft is abusing its dominance in the PC operating system market, creating obstacles for independent software security vendors by distributing its own Defender antivirus software. Well, I don't care. And neither does Nothing wrong with that. What's no. wrong with that? Yeah, neither does Microsoft because they've come out in their statement and said, uh, Microsoft in a statement said that their primary objective is to keep customers protected. Uh, we are confident That's that right. the security features of Windows 10 comply with competition laws and will answer any questions regulators may have. Uh, Kapersky's so, just annoyed because no one buys their software because it's rubbish. Mm. I remember oh, I had a lot of trouble when Windows 10 first came out. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, Microsoft slipped a little bit of code in there to, for, for especially for them. But when you updated from 7 to 10, Kaspersky was one of the programs that just disappeared. It just went. Oh, what, what a shame! Went, well, yeah. is McAfee still there? Uh, yeah. Think, that's that's a that's a hideous thing too. Oh god! Yeah, what happened oh, to Norton? Oh, they're are they still, still around. around? Oh yeah, because they're yeah. so clunky. Yeah, I was showing my girlfriend one of those John McAfee videos <laughs> that he uploaded when he went loopy. Yeah. I couldn't explain it. I'm like, you just got to see it to yes. try and understand. Here he is with his guns and his semi-naked women and. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Salts. Yeah, Takes but... a crazy person to design software. If you want yeah. a good laugh, go, yeah, just YouTube. Um, yeah, that McAfee, whatever his name is. What's his name? John. Yeah, John McAfee, that's him. Yeah, so, I don't know. Is it, you know, Kaspersky? I don't know. Windows Defender. Uh, same with Internet Explorer, that last antitrust thing that they had. Like, Microsoft created Windows. It's their product. And as they said, shouldn't they be allowed to make I it agree. secure? Like if it's not secure, people won't buy the product. Not know? only that, if it's not secure, everyone complains, and then you, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah, yeah. They but... get a bad name if you get all these viruses and whatnot, but they do something about it, and everyone's jumping up and down. Just let them be. But I think they're like over in Europe, they're a bit of a, a bit of a mecca for bloody antitrust suits, aren't they? Hasn't Google and every everyone's gone through them? Well, know? I think because Microsoft lost that that case in Germany. The, and everyone's going, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll sue them out of Germany because I've got a better chance, but I don't know about this one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, we'll uh, watch this space. But, uh, yeah, so all I know is Kaspersky is one of those hard ones when you updated. But, yeah, and if you didn't know your logins and your serial numbers or whatever, geez, it was hard to get back online with them. Oh, no thanks. But, yeah, that's right. Uh, look, what else, what else have I got? I'll do a couple here. Um, Kogan, he's back in the news. He's going to sell MBN services from Vodafone. He's um, creating qu quite a little empire, isn't he? 
Yeah. He is. I'd like, to, I'd like to see his financials, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I'd like mm. to see him, too. But uh, I doubt you're going to. Uh, he's, uh, is his company, is it a private company or a public company? Yeah, it's, I think it's private. Yeah, right, right. So you're never going to know what's going on. No, not really. But look, just for, for something, here's a picture of him with a fish. Now, the... <laughs> so was that fish laying the cable? Is that what it was doing? It might have been. It might have been. He might have been showing us that he could reel that fish in faster. Though the MBN is faster than he could reel that fish in. Yes, he, possibly. Uh, so he is going to resell MBN services from Vodafone beginning 2018. <coughs> right. I didn't even know Vodafone had decided to sell NBN services. No. That's Vod a new one. Vodafone only announced that in October last year right. and expected its release of its first broadband bundles to to be in the coming months. So specific plans from Ruslan will be detailed closer to the launch in 2018. And uh, Hogan.com is a public company. Oh, there you go. It's public. What is it? Public. It's gone public, has it? Yep. Mm. Oh, well, I'm going to do a bit of research on that fella, see how much money he's making, or is he all talk? That's what I want to know. Oh, he's the new Dick Smith, don't you know? What's yeah. that? He's the new Dick Smith. He's the new... Looks like him. He's the new Dick in town. Yeah. Yeah, he he's the new... Definitely. <laughs> so... What the right... But I'll look at... No, I think he's going all right. Look, I've been on his side. I've been looking at his TVs. I know uh, Adam... Um, what was What was Adam... Ah, oh, who's that guy we had on before, Jace? Um, oh, I don't know. The journalist. Yeah, the journalist. What was his name? Adam Turner. Adam. Yes, Adam Turner. Adam Turner. Sorry, Adam. I couldn't Adam. think of your last name. That's his name. name. Yeah, I knew Adam. I couldn't think of his last name. But yeah, I know he uh, he sort of scolded me for even thinking about getting the the Kogan TVs. But yeah. I've been having. Oh, that's look. right. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having a look at them. I was looking at the fifty-five inch, like fifty-five inch for uh, five hundred dollars. Like, can you go wrong? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you can because the quality's rubbish. Yeah, reviews say it's good. You know what? You're better off spending a thousand bucks and getting a Sony. Yeah, but you can't get the same size. That's the problem. Oh, you I can. TCL is good. I got a TCL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't know anything about TCL, but my my favorite is Sony for TVs. Well, Sony'd be good if I earned money. That'd be good. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but you know, click it's Samsung. It can listen to you and tell you what you want. Well, yeah, that's right, and then it then it blows up in your pocket. Yeah. Well, yeah, for for the winter, keep you yeah, warm. Keep you yeah, that's right. Good warm. for the winter. <laughs> but uh, but if, uh, strangely enough, I don't know if I spoke about this before, but the TVs at Kogan, if you buy a sixty-five inch TV, they only deliver Metropolitan. They won't deliver to me. So um, you're in Metropolitan. What are you talking about? You're no, not that far out of town. We're way out at, as far He's as in the boonies. Yeah, as far as you, R hang on, Rabina's not out of. But it's not a, that's. But Metro no. is capital cities. This is what Metro is. No. That's what Gold it means. In, that's right. In, the, in Sydney, Metro is Sydney to Penrith. Well. and That's, that's Metro. Yeah. And everywhere else, you could, like, when you do surveys and all this sort of stuff, uh, it's like, if you go, Queen, go Queensland, Brisbane, Queensland Regional, we're regional. The Gold Coast is No. Yeah. No. They think it's like Wollongong. Yeah, we're regional. No way. We are. So anyway, that's crazy. 
So anyway, uh, Kogan doesn't deliver to me. Won't deliver outside Metro. So I wonder if he will deliver to Penrith. I suppose he must. But anyway, uh, beside the point. But he'll deliver a 55-inch. So I'm in, I'm in with a chance. I've just got to decide whether I'm going to do this or not. I've been um and aaron for, as as you know, Adam was on a while ago. So I've been um and yes. for a little while. Yeah, well, hey, you never know. There might be 400 now. Well... <laughs> You never know your luck in a big city or in a big regional city. Uh, yes. <laughs> now, uh, look, before we get on to Apple, uh, now, Jace, did you find anything or you're just happy to yeah. plod along? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, you have got things. a couple there. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, let's talk about your first one because Eric can probably uh, chime in with that as well. Yeah, um, Foxtel launches fresh website blocking injunction for 17 piracy sites. Foxtel might have launched a new budget streaming service to attract new customers to the platform. That doesn't mean it hasn't stopped its relentless attacks on piracy. The subscription TV provider will return to the federal court on August 8, where it will launch its latest application for a website blocking injunction made under Australian anti-piracy laws. After successfully having the Pirate Bay ISO hunt torrents and Torrent Hound blocked by ISPs last December, Foxtel will seek an injunction to have another 17 piracy sites blocked. Infringing sites include Yes Movies, Vumu, Lost Movies, Cartoon HD, Put Locker, Watch Series 1, Watch Series 2, Project Free TV 1, Project Free TV 2, Watch Episodes, Watch Episode Series, Watch TV Series, The Dare Tally, Put Locker 9.io, oh, Good luck. Locker 9.to, <laughs> Lock, and Leet X. So if you were looking for any torrent sites that you hadn't heard they of, they just told you. They just, <laughs> they just told you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Isn't that funny? That's funny. Oh, that's good on you. Good on you, Foxtel. Well yeah. done. In total, the company has listed 127 key URLs to be blocked to ensure piracy outlets cannot just keep I'll operating. Just, I'll just go to, the, to, the, to their uh, website to have a look at that list. Yep. Thanks, Thanks, Foxtel. <laughs> if the application is successful, ISPs like Telstra, Optus, and TPG will have 15 days to comply. Oh. While the injunction will be a victory for Foxtel's ongoing war against piracy, the company will require to pay the affected ISPs $50 per domain that it once blocked. If a new mirror or proxy site does appear after the application, Foxtel will also have to lodge an affidavit with the federal court to alter the original block list. Based on Foxtel's victory last December, it is highly likely the subscription TV provider will be successful in its blocking efforts although it still has to prove the sites it is targeting have the primary purpose, purpose of copyright infringement or the facilitation of copyright infringement. So uh, dear, 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 just dear, rewind dear. the podcast a couple of minutes and there's mm. a lovely list of sites to get the latest Game of Thrones or <laughs> Top Look, Gear or whatever. No, I could, I could probably get, I can get, well, they want to do it, but uh, I can get, I can get, also, why Warner Brothers want to do it, want to fight the pirates. I get why MGM want to fight the pirates. But really, does Foxtel, just little Foxtel in Australia, just a pay TV service, doesn't make money out of the actual movies. You know, they're not making them. They're not getting the cut from the movie. Why are they fighting this war? Well, what? clearly, it's you know what it is, because they have agreements to buy certain amount of content from the yeah, from the states, right? HBO or Warner Brothers, but or whoever. it's a pretty, it's a now, pretty big war that they're fighting. Yeah, but in order for people to watch their the movies on Foxtel, then they must be not given the choice to watch it anywhere else, right? Because right. otherwise, so for example, best case scenario for Foxtel is you can't pirate anything, you can't go to any of these websites and download anything because they're on the block list. Yeah. So you think, well, I have to pay for it. 
I've got a Foxtel subscription already. I'll just pay for it on Foxtel, right? So it drives, <coughs> they're hoping it drives more people to pay for their movies. Yes. However, um, a lot of the movies they get is so far behind that, you know, they're sort of, it, there's a lag. Yeah, but what I'm you know get- when I want to when, when I want to watch a movie, it's not on Foxtel. No, that's right. But but what I'm getting try I'm, what I'm trying to get at is so at Foxtel is only in the Australian market, right? They got mm. yeah, I think there was a stat I saw the other day. They got about two point seven million subscribers, right? So times that by whatever. So they got say a certain amount of money that they got to play with, and you know they're struggling to get sub- the subscriptions. They're struggling to make money apparently, right? So. Is it worth I don't their think Murdoch has the trouble making money? <laughs> no, but is it worth their time to to fight the big fight? Like him, yeah, because a lot of them want to have um, exclusives on yeah. movies. Like that's right. You can only yeah. watch Sherlock in Australia on the stand. That's it. But that's people that so they want to stop people going somewhere else, and you're like, well, I can't watch Sherlock on a torrent, so I'm going to have to pay ten, 10 bucks a month or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't want, but. But if they if they if they save the money they save on on fighting the 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 pirate fight and and reduce the subscriptions wouldn't wouldn't that entice say more people to subscribe anyway and thus they no can... I don't think so because there's no point subscribing to I think it's I think their problems are, are worse than that I think they're fight, I think they're fighting it on a few fronts and I think subscription is one of them they're lowering their prices. Um, if you on if on one front people can't go and buy it or watch it illegally for free, so you cut cut that off, cut the leg off. Mm. And on the other front, you're lowering your prices, so it's enticing people. So you're right about that. But the most important thing that they're not they're not doing is the content. Mm. If you don't have good content, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar a week, no one's gonna buy it. No, no. So now now through the week, Foxtel launched their new Foxtel now, which replaced the Foxtel Play, so yeah, it's rubbish. I signed up to it, had a look at it. It's rubbish. Cancelled my trial. <laughs> right, so it was a free trial. They're making their subscriptions two week free trial, not even a month. Two weeks. They're also removing uh, channels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, they they they're always adjusting their channel uh, offerings, <clears throat> but at, they rolled it out, and it's a bit half-assed because not all the channels are available. Um, on a basic pack, like for example, right, a, you, a basic pack is fifteen bucks, and you get hardly anything on it. And you think, what's the point? See, it's that whole, it's back. They they can't. They're not learning from their subscription errors. Where, oh, pay forty dollars a month and you get rubbish. In order yeah. to watch anything decent, you've got to add, 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 and you end up yeah. paying a hundred dollars a month, right? Well, they're doing the same thing with the streaming. You right. get nothing for fifteen bucks, and if you add everything on it that you want, you end up paying eighty dollars a month. In which case. Sorry, I might as well just stick with the Foxtel I've got or watch Netflix for $15 a month yeah, it's got on everything. five screens, right? Yes. Five screens throughout the house, Netflix for 15 bucks, three bucks a screen. Hello. Mm. So, so, so they're just making these, the same mistakes. They, they've got to get out of this analog mentality of give them rubbish and they've got to bolt on this to get something. It's like buying a car and say, oh, look, you can have this car for $10,000 drive away. Oh, but the engine's extra. Yeah, I, I think you know. Look for me, and look, I, I get where you're going with that. And I think for for me, yes, I I wouldn't I wouldn't go near Foxtel 
at all. I if I was into movies and TV shows, it'd be Netflix. But for me, yeah. Foxtel, this is, this would probably work out maybe either about the same or maybe a little bit cheaper with added benefits uh, of doing the Foxtel now. Because I just all I've got Foxtel for is the sport. Right, all I've got yeah. it for is the NRL, and that's it. Yeah. And that is it. Yeah. Uh, like you know. Kim will watch some crazy crap all the time, you know. But uh, but if you know, it wouldn't bother me if I, I got rid of it. But the NRL. But so now, with, if I went to do the Foxtel now, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I could uh, I, I could stream the footy in HD, which I can't at the minute because uh, that's yeah, right. Because an extra ten bucks for the stupid HD box, so I can't do. Yep. So I'll be able to stream in HD, and I'll be able to say stream to a device and then Chromecast it or whatever to the big screen, mm. which is good. But drawback is I can't tape. I, like, say, say mm. like to, say now while we're recording, like, you know, the footy's on. Oh, like, also, you know, you, unless it. you buy the premium pack on Foxtel on uh, the streaming, you can't pause either. Oh, right. So if you want to go to the bathroom, tough. Right, right. So, so it's just rubbish. This is what I mean. I think, oh, but I want to be able to pause. You know, if my kids come into the room and I want to pause it because they want to talk to me. Mm. And I don't want to miss anything. I should be able to pause. Oh, that's an extra this, an extra. See, they're going back to the old bloody model of, yeah, nickel and diming everybody. Just say, you know what they should do? 30 bucks, all you can eat. You watch how many people sign up for that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, that's... 30 bucks, all well, you can was, eat. Everything. There was a friend of mine on Facebook just this week complaining to Foxtel about the new system and how they had so many channels for... X dollars a month, and they're like, oh, now it's cheaper. And they're like, yes, you also took out sci-fi and yeah. one of the other channels that I want to watch. And they're That's like, right. yes, but we have wonderful sports coverage. She's like, I don't watch sports. I got this package. Because I want the sci-fi pack. Oh, that's an extra $15. So now it's costing you more. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so I just the same thing. on there, Foxtel is finding more and more ways to make itself less relevant. Yeah. And, and all they've got to do is stop nickel and diming people and I guarantee it, if you're listening, Brian Walsh at Foxtel, you're a moron, idiot. <laughs> 30 bucks, all you can eat, everyone so, will sign up tomorrow. And also, like, if they, why can't they reduce the amount of channels? Like, what, and like, so why can't they say, why can't they, uh, like, say, you know how you got, say, your t whatever TV one is now, because I know that went plop. Yeah. So, whatever it is, TV. <clears throat> One A, whatever, whatever it is. Anyway, yeah. so anyway, it repeats every six hours or whatever it is, mm. right? So yeah. why not just take another two channels out <laughs> of the mix, put the shows on those other two onto the TV one, so I have no repeats. Everyone records their show anyway because they can't stand watching the stupid ads. So it doesn't matter mm. if your show comes on at three in the morning; you're still going to watch you it. You can watch it anytime. Yeah. Who, who watch it other than sport? Really, who who would want to watch a show on Foxtel Live? Like, like, as in live, well, you know? Like, no, no one, even we, like, we'll watch a lot of the, uh, what do you call it, those lifestyle shows, yeah. but we don't watch them live. Everything's no. taped. Yeah, there's too many ads. We watch it at our own convenience. You know, we might watch uh, a lot of some detective shows, which we like. Yeah. Uh, and we watch that. We don't watch that live. Why would you? Well, that's exactly why would yeah, what's you? The, what? what? I'll, I'll watch yeah. it when I want to watch it. Yeah, that's right. But, see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't get what they're doing. They're, they're, you're right. They're finding more and more ways to become less and less relevant. Mm. And all they've got to do is just get with it. They've got too many old fogies in there who've been there for thirty years. Brian Walsh, you're one of them. Get out of there. You're an idiot. Um, and they're just stuck in their ways. They need young blood who can think outside the mm. box. I do think. I also think that the only the only people they're going to end up with on their books are the are the older people. 
you know, the, the 60s and 70s yep. can't handle the internet. Who don't know how to, oh, what's this streaming stuff? That's right. But anyway, that's and what... Or, or you know, they don't know how to work the internet. You know, I yeah. only want to watch stuff when Foxtel tells me the time of day that I can watch my favourite show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I don't want to watch it model. when I want to watch it. No. Yeah, God help us. But tell it, me what to do. But in saying that, I do remember, you know, when I was younger, with it, before tape recordings and all this sort of stuff, it was something special about, you know, you've got to be home at 6.30, otherwise you're going to miss it. You know, there was something Oh, yeah, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know? There's something about, definitely, I agree. You know. And look, major live events like the Olympics or the grand final or something like that, that's that's still the case yeah. for me. You can't yeah. you can't watch the Olympics unless it's no. live. Oh, no, that's right. No. But I'm talking about like, so like, uh, like shows, like, you know, if, if you didn't yeah, see it when it was on. Sunday yeah. night Disney movie. Yeah. You for example, right? When you were kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. For me, it was Doctor Who, but you know. I, 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 I still is. Yeah. Still is, <laughs> and there's still something. There's still something special that that flickers in my heart when I watch it live on the ABC. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's no, fair enough. But it's ad free, so it doesn't matter on the ABC. Oh, just <laughs> we, one other thing, Foxtel. Yeah. If you're listening, you know how you get a basic pack. What is it? Forty five bucks or whatever it is for for the a certain box. amount of for not, no for a certain amount of channels. Yeah, this is a for basic the, package. Not right. The, not, for, not, yeah. not for now, but for the not the streaming. That's the normal Fox. Yeah, it's about forty five bucks. Right, forty five bucks. You get I don't know how many channels would you get? Oh yeah, a couple. I've no, oh. nothing. Oh, let's let's call it twenty channels, right? Yeah, probably a little bit, maybe more, but yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of the time there are channels on there. You think I'm not going to watch that? I'm not going to watch that. There's no. only about five of those channels I would watch, right? Now why can't they think okay? $45, right, and you get 20 channels, that's $2.25 a channel per month. Why can't I pick my own 20 channels for 45 bucks? Yep. Yeah, well, that would be convenient. Right, because I'll tell you what, my Foxtel bill will be cut in half. Yeah, but well, that's probably why. they might lose money from me, but they would gain money from a lot of people who are reluctant to join Foxtel because they can't pick and choose which channels they want to watch. So mm. they would gain a lot more subscribers on the 45 pick your own channels than they would of the people that that dropped off packages of channels yeah but yeah it's always packages yeah for example glenn you 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 watch this you sports package right yeah no problem but how often do you watch golf well no i don't i only watch one sport or or tennis right well why can't you just watch you have to subscribe for the whole sports package Mm. to to watch one sport because why can't you just subscribe to the nrl channel because, for example, because it's the because the NRL is subsidising the NRL channel is subsidising the other less popular channels. So, Tough luck. Well, yeah, that's they right. Can, you, you can work. You can work out another subsidy. Why don't they get it instead of the NRL subsidising? Get the customers to subsidise it, because they're yeah. going to jump on and pick their own sports. There's a lot of people that will just watch the judo channel. <laughs> right? You're not getting you're not getting them at the moment. No, there's no. a lot of people who just watch the golf. You're yeah. not getting them because. They don't want to pay $45 to watch golf once a month. And no what no one watches Mundine. That's all streamed for free That's on right. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because no one no one cares about him. Yes. Um so <clears throat> so if you're listening, Foxtel, forty five bucks, pick your own channels. Well that's... you watch how many people you, you get that. And if you got that plus the streaming, all you can eat thirty bucks, you got seventy five dollars coming out of my pocket every month. And everyone else in Australia is going to go, you beauty. And you'll yeah. kill Netflix. If you, if you do that, you will absolutely kill Netflix. Mm. But anyway, that's uh, that's their problem and the problem that that's, yeah, they can have. I'm sure they've done all their modelling. It's not going to happen because they're morons. Yeah, oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. 
because that'll, that Fox Hill's dead. They're finished. They, they, if, well, the thing is, right? If you know, it, the only person that will make it happen is Murdoch and his family. That's mm. the only person that make it. The people that are running Foxtel now are useless. Brian Walsh, you listening? It'll be Murdoch. It'll be it'll be the young the young Murdochs that'll make it happen. Now, moving on from Foxtel, Dropbox will open Australia an Australian point of presence, which will be hosted in the Equinix or Equinox. I thought it was Equinox. Is it Equinix data center? No, I don't. No. Anyway, it's, uh, it's announced it will deploy a point of presence in the Sydney data center to improve upload and download speed for us in Australia. So that's nice of them, isn't it? The proxy will be available to all Dropbox users and will help and will be deployed over the next two months. So Dropbox previously worked with AWS proxy, which was limited to certain services. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's that's probably pretty good. I guess you know you might say who cares? Upload, download, speed, whatever. No, know. I think it, no, I think it's good. Yeah, but you know, you know, you you can see the advantage there would be you know if you ever done a speed test say to Brisbane you know your speed test comes if you're on cable comes out a hundred down and two up but you might have that speed to Brisbane but you start going over to to uh, San Francisco and your speed's like six down and half up yeah it's got to go a long yep. way yeah and of all the the gates it's got to go through and everything so yeah I think that's good that's good I'm not a big... uh, I'm 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 all, all I'm all in for that yeah I'm not a big Dropbox user but uh, yeah oh be... yeah I use it all the time. Yeah, Great. Right. Love right. it. Love it. All right. Well, let's go through another couple of Jaces. I've got another couple relatively quickly because we're starting to run out of time. We've got to get through all this Apple stuff. So, uh, Jace, <laughs> what else have you got? Um, crypto Asset Fund is looking to raise $400 million to buy into the blockchain frenzy. Ooh. Timothy Enneking started a cryptocurrency fund in 2014 when the market was almost exclusively Bitcoin. It's no longer the case. The 58-year-old money manager is now aiming to raise up to $400 million for a crypto asset fund, a diversified pool of digital currencies and assets that he expects to be in the tens of millions of dollars by the end of this year. With a soaring value of Ethereum, Ripple XRP and NEM, the top 100 can cryptocurrencies combined are now worth more than $98 billion, oh, according to CoinMarketCap. Bitcoin accounts for 46% of the total. Anakin said just six to eight months ago, the total value was in the low teens and 85 to 95% was Bitcoin. We can actually now apply more, much more sophisticated tools to a portfolio of investments, said Anakin, who started managing money in Russia in 2002 and is now based in San Diego. I don't think the world has seen but the pointy end of the spear in terms of what's going to happen in crypto, cryptocurrencies. Crypto asset is a trading fund, so it's not for buy and hold investor. And the king said that the minimum investment for the fund is $25,000. And most of the institutions that approach him have between $100 million and $2 billion under management. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, look, I don't understand crypto funds and I, I tend to, I like good hard cash. currencies, I think. So as of today, um, Ethereum has reached a high of $261.13 per Ethereum, whereas in March it was $18. So it's gone oh. from 18 to 261 um, How can that be sustainable? I'm not going to try Bitcoin because they're like $2,800. But what's, what's behind that value? Is there, like, you know, when Apple shares go through the roof, there's something like behind it. <laughs> you know, there's something behind it. Products, revenue, profits, right? What's behind Ethereum? What's that? It's just speculation. Speculation and people investing in it. Yeah, it's a Ponzi scheme. Mm. It's demand. It's demand driven, but there's no outcome. It's really, 
fluctuates. You just if you liquidated that, if you liquidated the fund, everyone would lose because it's a Ponzi scheme. Well, it only realizes yeah. its value once it's in moves into the real world somehow. Yeah, like you. Well, that's it. right. So if you're buying and selling, you might make some money on the speculation. Yes, because it's demand driven. <laughs> but <laughs> but there's nothing I've behind got, it. I just set up a Ethereum mining on my VPS in Sydney, the Minecraft server, just to see how it's going. So. I'm going to see how that goes. Um, can't hurt, and it doesn't cost anything. It's just time. Well, if it's not costing you anything, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. How do you and go? It just um, mines Ethereum like mining Bitcoin. How do you go with the your server host or whoever he is who you know with your CPU <laughs> you just chugging away doing that sort of stuff all day long? Doesn't care. Yeah. yeah it's all well, good. it's been doing um, Minecraft, and also it hosts all of our podcasts, yeah. which get quite a lot of hits as well. So. This, it's got unlimited up and download bandwidth, so there's no problem with cost or anything. So I just okay. thought I'd whack that on there and give it a go. Yeah. But um, I've been What's doing the value. Really... Check your value now, mate. Go and check your value. Go on. Zero dollars. I started it yesterday. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. But, Zero. Um, okay. Fair the enough. other thing is that the best thing to do is to join a mining pool. So you join up with a bunch of other people because the chance uh, every, say, X amount of hours or whatever, a an ethereum will be mined and mm. that'll go to whoever happens to have their computer connected at that second gets the ethereum and everybody else misses out so then they start mining again so if you're doing it by yourself you might make five ethereum every couple of weeks but nice. well at 261 going, that's not bad that's yeah. all right for nothing and then if you join a mining pool say there's 100 people in the pool one person will mine that everyone, every single person in the pool gets one one hundredth of an Ethereum. So everybody every day is mm. constantly making a fraction of Ethereum, which builds up. So if you've got a hundred people, more often more Ethereum is going to be mined and more people will be making fractions, which will add up yeah. into money just Once. by having a server. You can have it run on your desktop computer, leave it running overnight or something. Or during My the computer never goes off anyway. Yeah, so you can just sit it there. You have to be careful though, because with most of the cryptocurrencies, you have a wallet, which is a file on your computer. And if your computer crashes, you've lost all your Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever, unless you've got a copy backed up. So mm. you need to always be. Oh, you've always got to back up your wallet all the time, or you yeah. end up losing it, like a lot of people have. Their hard drive crashes, and oh, Ooh. I had eight hundred bitcoins, which is like worth two million dollars now. And Will. <laughs> 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 and uh, what's the where, what you know the website off the top of your head? If you want to go and have a look at that to install it, all that. Um, I'm the, if you want to check out prices of the different ones, I'm currently on Coindesk.com. Coindesk.com. Let's have a look at that website and see if we, what happens. And here. it shows you the different values of. The coins. Bitcoin is currently twenty seven hundred and ninety seven dollars. Where does it show you um, that? <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh, how much? Yeah, twenty eight hundred USD for a Bitcoin. Wowzers! It's crazy. And if you got in at the start of it and you mined a hundred Bitcoins, a hundred times two thousand seven hundred ninety seven dollars is quite nice. Yeah. So this Ethereum. So the Ethereum project is at Ethereum.org. Yeah, okay. Well, go and have a look at that, everyone. See if you can get some you Bitcoins. Download a little program, just run it on your computer in the background. Or mm. the best, the really hardcore guys have got like four or more GPUs in their computer oh. because GPUs got better processing power than CPUs. 
and they mine a lot faster because they're better at doing calculations than just the CPU that's in your computer. It's incredible, isn't it? But I suppose... Well, you could have a few computers running at the same time, couldn't you? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Off the one you could have multiple wallets and join them all together, transfer between your wallets, whatever you want okay. to do. Pay my mortgage. Yeah. Might have well, to get into this, Eric. This guy I was watching on Twitter a few years ago when Bitcoin went up really high, he sold a bunch of it and bought a $800,000 house with cash. Oh. Jeez. Just from the Bitcoin that he'd mined when it first came out. Oh, all right. I've got to get into this stuff. Now, <laughs> uh, look, if you go over into Russia, you can buy Instagram likes. That's correct. You can pick up Instagram followers and likes from a vending machine while you're out doing your shopping. So there you go. Go and have a look at that one of those. Now, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you some more about that. A uh, hundred followers will cost you $2.30. It, it does perform... Uh, the, the other functions it uh, performs is including printing photos from your Instagram account and buying flowers and likes for other social media platforms, including VK, whatever that is, which is especially popular in Russia. So there you go, the old Instagram like vending machine. But apparently, if you if you use it, you you do your friends can expect a bit of spam. That's crazy. So- <laughs> It is crazy, isn't it? Why not just have an interesting Instagram feed that people would like to follow? Yeah, that's right. Oh, you know. You know I got I got over a thousand followers on Twitter and I just talk crap. Yeah, well, that's right. I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where my followers come from either. Uh porn. <laughs> yes. Uh now what else have I got here? I think that might be about it. For me, as part apart from the Apple stuff, uh, so Jason, do you want to just quickly run through another couple of yours? Couple of things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, some of the internet's biggest names are banding together for a day of action to oppose the Federal Communications Commission, which is working to undo regulations for internet providers that are passed during the Obama administration. Among participants are Etsy, Kickstarter, and Mozilla, the maker of the popular Firefox web browser. Also joining the day of process will be Reddit, the startup incubator Y Combinator, and Amazon, whose chief executive Jeffrey Bezos also owns the Washington Post. On July 12, the companies and organizations are expected to change their websites to raise awareness of the FCC effort, which is aimed at deregulating the telecom and cable industries. Mozilla, for example, will change what users see on their screens when they open a new browser window. At stake are the government's net neutrality rules, which prohibit internet providers from blocking or slowing websites or charging them special fees in order for their content to be displayed to consumers. The digital rally recalls a similar online effort in 2012 by Google, Wikipedia, and others to protest federal legislation on internet piracy. The companies blacked out their websites in an effort to show how the bill could lead to censorship. So this is like if you have a um, streaming site, you wanted to take on YouTube with a smaller version or something, uh, and uh, Comcast could say to you, well, uh, a lot of people are going to be using a ton of our bandwidth just to look at your videos, and so we're going to slow them down because we don't want them using all of the speed on their network. But if you pay us you know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars, we might take the speed limit off your site. Yes, that's uh, pretty dodgy, isn't it? I don't know if I like that idea. But, uh, yeah, that's no good at all. Anyway, that's uh, look. If it goes into America, it, it'll it'll come here as sure as sure as the sun shines in the east. Now, yep. is uh, what else we got, Eric? What's been going on with Apple? Yeah, give us some nothing, Apple, mate. Apple Move on. Stuff. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing happened. What happened? Nothing at, happened all right, this week. So this other story, I've got. 
<laughs> now you better tell us that we'll, we'll quickly oh, name look, Jace's other ones. In they the had their, their particularly interesting. No, not really. They had their worldwide bloody blah conference, <laughs> right? During the week, and yeah. they what did they release? Let's see, they released they upgraded their MacBooks faster. Yeah, MacBooks they re really upgraded their MacBook Pros. Uh, mainly the processors, not much else. Mm. Uh, new iMacs, and then they've got an iMac Pro, which is pretty good. Um, but I don't but need one. Five, five, grand five grand US. So with the uh, with the Apple tax in Australia, that's ten. Yeah. That becomes ten grand. Now, uh, so you know, but but look, they're nice. They've always been nice machines, nice looking. But they're just speed bumps at the moment, speed uh, upgrades mm. mainly. So are you going to get a – what were they? Macs. Are you gonna, are you up for a new Mac? No. No, you're no I'm good. You're happy with the one you no. got? Yeah. Yeah, I've got to have this for two years. It's sweet. It's clean. It's fast. Yep. Everything's SSD, no problem. 16 gig of RAM, i7 four-core processor. What, what do I need another one for? Mm. And what's going on with anything new with phones? Did they mention anything about phones? They only mentioned, didn't they just mention the software, uh, Jason? Yeah, they just upgraded iOS to iOS 11, and it's also not going to work anymore with 32 on, uh... applications. So if you run those at the moment, even just running applications on, on my iPad, which hasn't been updated, it says this program will no longer work after the upgrade uh, to iOS 11. Unless the developer updates this, upgrades the app. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, they didn't talk about the phone, but I think they tend to do that in the, in September. Yeah. I think they'll make that they'll make that release. Um, they've got the they augmented the reality speaker. Yeah, the Hey Siri speaker, which was good. I I'll actually buy one of those, depending on price, because knowing us, we'll pay a thousand dollars for a hundred dollar yeah. product. Yes, but I think it's um, four hundred US or something, isn't it? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I think it's. I'm not actually. I'm not. Not actually sure. Can't that's, remember now. That's hot. Just um, before, just while you, uh, we're talking about the sixty-four bit thing, I did have a quick story here that it, all, not only is the apps that some of the apps won't be compatible, but uh, the iOS eleven won't be available for the iPhone five and five C or the iPad. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, or the iPad four, or the iPad four. When it's released in the autumn, what? iPad four. I don't get that headline. There's a <laughs> there's a couple of headlines I don't get. Here it's, it says that's what ridiculous, mate. Yeah, it says Apple iOS eleven mobile operating system will not be available for the Apple iPhone five and five C or the iPad four. Oh, should have been comma when it is released. Yeah, yeah, in uh, this year, later yeah. this year, iOS eleven. So because uh, otherwise, it sounds like we're going to release the iPad four, but it won't be compatible. But we, you can't use the that's, software. That's right, <laughs> exactly. So uh, Gizmodo says the HomePod's three hundred forty nine dollar US retail price translates directly to four hundred sixty six dollars over here. <laughs> that, that's up there, Rory. That's up there. The Apple tax Ooh. after that. I might have to get a sign-off from the CFO for that one, I think. Oh, yeah. Or you could get a Raspberry Pi and install Alexa on it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I think they, they showed, didn't they show a bit of, um, didn't they show a bit of um, augmented reality on the iPhone? Was that the iPhone the they were doing that with? Yeah. Yeah, that looked, that looked pretty good. Yeah, mm. apparently but, you know, I was reading you'll, it. You'll really use it once and, uh, and that'll be it. <laughs> then you'll have to recharge because it sucks the heck out of your battery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else? They're updating the watch OS, which no one cares about. Care factor. Uh, iPad Pro, they're updated the iPad Pro. Apparently, the, the pen now is 20 milliseconds 
um, what do you call it? Responsiveness. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yep. So that's all right. What else they got? Uh, what else? Well, yeah, Mac, yeah, the new Mac Pro kept the same physical hardware size, but they got rid of the bezels a bit more. So, yeah, bigger screen. Bigger screen. Oh, but okay. you, as people were saying, oh, what about, you know, I bought a cover for my iPad Pro and I want to get the new one. They're like, well, it'll fit because it's. It'll fit because size. the actual dimensions are the same. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly. Good. That's good. It's one of they well, just look, didn't change it by like half a half a mil just to sell more covers. Hey, don't give them any they, ideas. They would do that. <laughs> Shame on you, Glenn. Oh, I know. That's no good. Uh, yeah, look, there's a couple of... Have you finished there, Eric? Is that all that's... There? Yeah, I'm done. I don't want to talk about Apple Well, I've got another... Anymore. I've got an Apple story, but uh, I'm just going on with Every those. Kid. But this is, this is a strange one. I, I saw this story in two different places. Uh, one was where one was on CNET, the other one was the Apple Insider, and they contradicted each other. Is, is that what happens these days? But anyway, it's oh, all, just bad journalism. Yeah, it's all about this. Uh, there's a, a Apple's got this machine called the Horizon machine. Now, as far as CNET is concerned, Apple has its own sophisticated machine, the Horizon machine, to repair cracked displays. It's now more. Re- it's now ready to share more freely so until recently these microwave microwave sized machines have largely been a secret they've been primarily located in apple retail stores around the world and in a handful of third-party repair centers but the repair wait times growing at some of the busiest retail stores that apple was but the repair time was growing so reuters reports or reuters that apple will supply about 400 authorized third-party repair centers in 25 countries Okay, so it's uh, this Horizon machine. I've got a picture of it here for those on the video. There it is, little microwave, little boxy thing. So CNET reckons it repairs cracked displays. Apple Insider says no. It says the cracked screen has to be replaced by a skilled technician and the Horizon machine merely... Uh, merely oh, it's a calibration cali- machine. Calibrates the... To make sure glass. that everything's working and the touch, the touch thing, and yes. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, right. who do you know? What? How do you know what's going on? Oh, it does seem a bit fanciful, more fanciful that it'll actually repair cracked glass. Well, no, maybe what it does, you put it in, and it maybe there's something in the machine that lifts the glass off without breaking anything, and then you then the technician drags it out and does his bit, and then puts the glass back on, and then it goes back in for calibration. Maybe it's a it's a fifty fifty job. Well, Apple Insider says while a cracked screen can be replaced by skilled technicians without the machine, if there is any damage to the Touch ID center or the device has a fully laminated screen, the Horizon machine is needed to synchronize the Touch ID sensor with the. Oh, yeah, you might be right. I probably can read that into that now. Yeah, Boy Genius yeah. has got a report on it saying, shown to Reuters, the machine helps with iPhone replacement and repair jobs and will be found inside the repair centers to replace broken iphone displays apple still employs humans but once the new display is mounted the machine takes over for a few specific tasks that are meant to ensure the quality of the repair process so it sounds like i don't know i don't think anyone knows what it does it's that secret but anyway that's that's we'll have to ask the geniuses at the apple store yeah, they get their hands squirrel. on one. Uh, the they, I, I, it's funny how they uh, call them all geniuses. None of them. There wouldn't be one PhD amongst forty thousand of them. <laughs> the the first one, the first machines will be deployed to Best Buy stores first, as in the US, with one in Miami, uh, San Francisco, then London, Shanghai, and Singapore. 
So it doesn't look like Australia's going to get one. We're going to miss out. But anyway, but so other than that, yeah, Mike, yeah, Michael down there, Aussie Max Zone, he won't get one. So I guess uh, how did. <laughs> How do you replace the screens now? I guess you just got to do it by hand. By hand. Yeah, right, right. Well, there you mm. go. So that's the Apple Horizon. Or take it to the Apple Store. Yeah. The Apple Stores have got the machines. If you got one, I got one several hours drive away. It's only the standalones, standalone stores in Australia haven't been released. The mm. machine hasn't been released to them. But right. the, all the Apple Stores have one. Mm. All right. Um, and, Jace, did you want to finish off with how many you got left? Did you have the video of Liam that I sent you there? Liam. Oh, that's right. You're going to talk about him. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a look. Where is it? Hang on. I did have it. Oh, no. Hang on. I did have it. I don't have it. Where Link it? still in. <laughs> oh, chat. I, I can't get the chat. I'll get the chat. Oh, yes, here it is. I got there it. it. <laughs> don't worry about me. I'm new to these computer things. One of Apple's biggest launches this year wasn't new iPhone or iMac. It was Liam, a robot that takes apart iPhones so their components can be recycled. On Wednesday, Apple revealed many new details about its iPhone-destroying robot as part of a new public white paper published with the company's annual environment report. It turns out Liam is actually 29 different robots organized in a disassembly line with 21 stations or cells every 11 seconds an iPhone can be taken apart into eight different pieces. Apple estimates that each Liam can take apart 1.2 million iPhone 6 units in a year, and it currently has two of them up and running, one in California and one in the Netherlands. At the end of the process, Apple is left with boxes comprised of only a single component, like a screw or a battery. So there's a video... Is this that... when they recycle them? Is that what this is for? Yeah, yep. yeah there's a video... Do they, do, they lose, do they lose Liam's brother to put them together? Yes. Yep. Yeah, probably. Or his sister. His sister's probably Liam Gallagher. No, oh, yep. yeah, okay. Yeah, Noel. Yeah, his sister. Noel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Noel and Liam get together. <laughs> yeah. Have a punch. Have they punch it on? I'm doing that. <laughs> no, I'm putting the hammer through it. No, no. I'm better than you. I'm no, I'm better than you. So, look, for those on the video, I'm just playing the video now, so I'll wait till that finishes for you guys. It's only got a couple of seconds to go. But, yeah, so this robot takes the iPhone apart piece by piece. Oh, there's a lovely picture of the countryside. Isn't that nice? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's about wraps it up for this week. Uh, I think we've covered just about everything. Uh, as I said earlier, if you want to go more into the WWDC, uh, have a check out, download the Aussie Max Zone, I'm sure those boys, I, I haven't listened to it yet, it's remiss of me, I know, but uh, I'm sure they talked about the WWDC, I know they postponed the show until after. Oh, look, they got into their best pyjamas for that one. Yeah, I'm sure they did, I'm sure they did. So have, Aussie Max Zone, check that one out. And uh, that's about it. Other shows, don't forget, is oh, the Obsidian Loft, Old Far Geeks, how's Will? He's been crook, I hear. So hopefully he'll get Has better he? soon. I haven't heard a lot from him. Yeah, yeah, he's been having days off. Yeah, so get well soon, Will. And you want to uh, find us on the Twitter, you can, at Aussie Techheads, at Glenn Goodman, at Warlock, at Eric with a K, Franco. And you can use the hashtag OzTechheads. I might follow that one day. <laughs> Let's see if I, anyone uses it. I'm sure you do. All right. You'll uh, be like Donald Trump. You're fired. Yes. He's going to tweet through the Comey hearing or whatever. That'll be interesting. There's, there's, there's a pub somewhere. I was reading. There's a pub somewhere. It's going to offer free beers if he tweets through the hearing. Nice. I would suggest that he probably won't be allowed to. 
Well, they, he does. He's probably not allowed to do a lot of things, but he does them anyway. Well, it's true. If he, if he's anything, if he's nothing, he's entertaining. Uh, yep. Don't forget the everything else. You can hear us on the Aussie Tech Radio twenty four seven wall to wall podcast from Australia, New Zealand. Look, they they do go around every every six hours. There's about six shows, so they do repeat. But I'm sure if you come in wherever you come in, I'm sure you'll hear something different every day. Uh, so you can do that. More shows going up all the time. So if you've got a show that you want me to put up there, it's tech related, of course, and it's Australia or New Zealand. Let me know. I'll put it up there. Uh, yeah, there's also a webpage where you can listen to it straight off the webpage. More instructions are at aussietechradio.com. All right. Thanks, uh, Eric. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for giving up your cold No problem. Thank you, sir. Cold day. And uh, Jace, thank you once again. Yep. Good All to right. be back again. See you next week. All right. Thanks. See you next week. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you guys next time we go around for Aussie Tech. It's okay. Take care and bye for now. Go to the Sharks. Bye.